It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Monti. Of course, I am known as your mayor of PHNX, and I'm joined by my vice mayor of PHNX, uh, who in no way, shape, or form am I trying to replace with every single person that I interview. <laughs> it's the one and only Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. It's been a while, Derek. You you Why just keep you replacing so me with you replaced me with Mac. You replaced me with Chris Garagiola. Know what I got to do to get my spot back, but here we are. These things aren't my fault, they're not my fault. When you're not here, um, people come for your spot and you're not here to defend it. So, I don't know what else to do besides give them an opportunity. I'm like Tori Lavolo, look, I'm just not, I'm just not saying no, is what I'm saying. But, uh, welcome into the PHNX D back show. Of course, we are brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one rated sportsbook app. Uh, and we have at least a fun game three to talk about here. Uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks avoid the sweep against the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, and honestly, there was times where this series started to look bleak. This entire road trip has looked bleak. But the Diamondbacks have managed to salvage it for the most part, Jesse. And even though it doesn't look great, even though that's not a great record, I'm not thrilled. Uh, somehow, going four and six seems like a win the way that this road trip has gone for this team at times. I mean, four and six against the teams that the Diamondbacks have played is, uh, I think it's a little hard for me to categorize that as a win, but you're right that well, you're right that they why. had some rough moments along the way. Here's why I say that is somehow the results just seem better than watching it in real time because the Diamondbacks struggled so much offensively on this road trip. Yeah. And, Again, just kind of like the record will show that it wasn't a great road trip for them, but it definitely wasn't a disaster. Uh, the runs, you know, overall, especially with today's 13 to one win over the Phillies, will will look better in hindsight. But overall, at times, this team looked very bad on this road trip, and it really uh, fell apart for them at times, all all over the place. Like there's there were so many occasions where everything was going wrong for this team, but today. Everything went right in every possible way during a bullpen start of all of all things, Jesse, which, yeah. again, just baffles me. But uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks are now uh, two and nine on Sundays in 2022. They managed to get their second win <laughs> on a Sunday, which is just incredible. This again, the team is not that bad. Uh, two and nine. See, Motion said that was the worst four and six I've ever seen. That's how I feel about it. I think that's that's my feeling is watching this entire road trip 
four and six seems surprising to me now. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, you're right. What you were saying earlier with these teams that they were playing, they should have come out with a better record on this road trip than they did. Yeah, they probably should have. Um, but I mean, this was a, a good game to, you know, build some momentum and uh, hopefully have better things ahead coming up against the Cincinnati Reds. Diamondbacks have a, a three game set with them coming up here. Uh, but yeah, this was I mean, this was a fun one to watch, Derek. I mean, the Diamondbacks just sort of beat up on the Phillies pretty much from the get go. Um, Kyle Nelson started off well, and the Diamondbacks bullpen was excellent in this game. And that was really a theme throughout the series is that the Diamondbacks bullpen was actually very, very good. And it was probably more the starters who uh, who've been struggling lately than the bullpen. Um, this game took three hours and 50 minutes, Derek. I don't know how you feel about that. I hated it. I hated it. I hated every minute of the plus three hours because, again, on one hand, it's not aggregate scoring. And I have things to do, right? So, like, the, <laughs> the, the Diamondbacks scoring a bunch of runs after a while, even for a Diamondbacks fan, is like, yeah, okay, come on. Save them for tomorrow. Right? Yeah. Save it up for tomorrow. But you want them to be on a roll, right? You don't want them to stop. You just, if, if, if especially with how bad this offense has been during this road trip specifically, if it's, if it's coming now, you just want to let the floodgates open and hope that this carries over to the next series and beyond. They've really struggled offensively. They struggled even today. Later on, I'm again the the numbers you know rectified themselves a little bit, but uh, they carried a three run lead with going 0 for 10 with runners in scoring position for the majority of the first half of this game. Right? It was nice to see things open up for them. It was nice to see Christian Walker come one hit shy of a cycle in this one. Uh, there were a lot of good, uh, you know, there was a lot of good things happening in this game all over the place. But going back to the bullpen, this was the Arizona Diamondbacks most reliable members of their bullpen coming together to pitch a game. And Mark Melanson, uh, he was there, too. Um, but the <laughs> the most reliable ones coming together and they 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 did the damn thing, man. They were they were excellent. And I really think it makes sense to try to get them all a little bit of time. But I still was not very optimistic about how this was going to work out for them today. I thought Luke Weaver looked pretty good too. And that he was did. a, he he's a guy good. that didn't necessarily know a whole lot about what to expect. He was just reinstated from the 60 day injured list. Um, but yeah, he looked really good in this game. Um, 94, 95. I know the velocity tailed a little bit towards the end of his outing, but um, it sounds like the diamondbacks are going to use him in the bullpen. I don't think he's going to return as a starter, at least not anytime soon. Um, but he could be a weapon as a guy who goes two or three innings, uh, especially given some of the struggles the D-backs have had in the bullpen this season. They really could use a, a guy like that in that role. That's, and that's the thing I really want. After seeing him, you know, much like some of his starts this season, uh, Weaver, things started to fall apart a little bit for him after about two and two-thirds, right? And I mean, with, with Luke Weaver as a starter, there were times where you would get three innings that of, of of brilliant pitching out of him and then yeah. like that second time through the rotation that the opposing team figures him out and i think somebody i think it was goldschmidt happens on twitter uh said it but the idea here is that luke weaver seems to just always be either outstanding or awful like there's no in between and even in this outing okay. he very quickly went from being like what seemed would seem like lights out i mean when you talk about whiff rate and getting guys to swing and miss at pitches, he was he was doing it. He was working it. His changeup looked awesome. He had guys completely baffled 
But then, you know, after about five batters, you know, or I, I actually, I take that back about, about six or seven batters guys started to be able to put it together against him. Right. So right. maybe, maybe that's the key. Maybe we found what Luke Weaver's role is on this team. And maybe that's very valuable because this team has been looking for more guys like Noe Ramirez, like Joe Mantiply, who continue to just be absolutely outstanding for this team. Kyle Nelson, who got the start, his first major league start ever. Of course, it was just one inning pitch, but still uh, another very reliable piece for this bullpen. So the Diamondbacks put it together today. And I mean, the the bullpen definitely deserves a tip of the cap for what they did and and how they they held this team scoreless. I guess it shouldn't be a surprise when you have to, you know, literally bat against a new guy every single time you come up to bat it, it yeah. definitely seems uh much harder than 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 you know batting against the same pitcher you know two or three times so uh but you know here here we are and and the diamondbacks really got what they needed today out of the bullpen for sure yeah they really did um yeah i mean it's hard to ask for anything more than what the bullpen did in this one and i i don't have any numbers to back this up right now but i get the sense that Going the other direction, when the Diamondbacks have faced openers rather than like a regular starting pitcher, it feels like they've struggled quite a bit in that situation where, like you're saying, every single time you go up to hit, you know, there's another pitcher on the mound, another scouting right. report that you have to figure out. I, right. I get the sense the Diamondbacks have not fared particularly well uh, in that situation. There are some challenges that come with that, um, and it was nice to see them uh, see them flip the script in this one. I want to ask you, Derek. Three hours, 50 minutes for a game that was 13 to one and over, you know, much earlier than the actual end of this game, which took almost four hours. Do you feel that it's time for Major League Baseball to institute some sort of a mercy rule late in games to prevent these guys from going out there and playing a nearly four hour baseball game in a game that was decided probably quite a bit earlier than that? I mean, yeah, but I feel that way about every sport, I guess. You know, I, I think the only difference is baseball tends to be a sport. I, I guess you could make, I don't know, maybe put soccer and hockey up there, but they, they like leads just tend to be harder to come back from. Like if you're watching an NBA game and a team goes up by 20, it's not that uncommon to see the team down by 20 make a comeback and make the game right. close or even win the game, right? Right. With baseball, it's so much harder to see a team be down by five plus runs and expect them to come back, you know. But then you start talking about 10 plus runs, and that seems like just impossible, right? Mentally, yeah. as a hitter and as opposing team, I feel like once you're down by 10 runs, you're giving up, right? And, you know, if that happens before the seventh inning, then I, I could see calling it at like the seventh, you know, like they would with the double header games last year. I, I just think that it becomes difficult because baseball is one of those games where like some teams have really shitty bullpens, right? So a starting pitcher could have a tremendous day, but the whole thing is you need to get through him to the bullpen. And then once you do, you could put up God knows how many runs on the bullpen. And that's kind of what makes baseball so much fun is you never know what a team with a horrible bullpen could have done to them late in the game. Right. Uh, I almost feel like in some occasions teams could maybe even score more runs than they did in a route, but they just kind of feel bad and they chose not they, yeah. they choose not to go up there and give their all at the plate anymore or whatever, right? And 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 then if they do, it's like Gabe Kapler fights. You have this whole unwritten rules thing where like, oh, you're an asshole now because you went up and hit a home run, 
when your team was already right. up by 12. Well, right. what, what do you want me to do? Not hit a home run? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, that's the best thing to do in baseball. It's one of the most exciting, fun things to do. And now I'm villainized for that just because we're up by a lot. So I don't know. I think that it's it's sports. So there's going to be these situations where one team kicks the hell out of the uh, another team and it doesn't even make sense to continue the game, right? Like, and, and sure. waste all of our time. I'm sure there's a lot of people that turn this game off once we got up like 10 to 1 or 11 to 1, you know, around that time. Um, but maybe some people just, especially with this team and the way that they have struggled offensively and struggled against some of these teams that they should be beating up on, maybe it was cathartic for some Diamondbacks fans to sit there and watch them just pummel the Phillies on a Sunday that they didn't have much else to do. You know, I get where you're coming from because our time, you know, it's, it. I have, I, I want to barbecue. I want to watch other things. I have other <laughs> things to do. Right. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I don't know. I just, I can't feel like you can cap it when a major league baseball team yeah. is completely capable of putting up six, seven, eight runs in, in one inning. And if they have two more innings to do that, who knows what they can do no matter how much they're down by. Well, people in the comments reacted very quickly. I saw a couple of people say like no and hard no. Uh, yeah. yeah, crits no, Charles hard no. Yeah, yeah, I I understand that, and I think especially if you're a if you're a baseball purist, I mean, you want the full, you know, you want the full nine inning game for sure. Uh, there are situations where you know teams are are literally bringing out a position player to pitch, and it it kind of feels like it. I mean, that is fun. Granted, I mean that those sure. are. I feel like people suddenly turn the TV back on when when those kinds <laughs> yeah, of things right. happen because it's like, oh, I I have to see this. But or or um, something historic like you know Christian Walker coming back up to bat today, which we're you know we're going to talk about how great his day was here in a second. Yeah, but, you know, right. Him coming up with the ability to hit for the cycle, especially when they don't really seem to give a shit. And like I think it, Brenly was saying, like, who cares? You don't have anything to play for at this point just swing as hard as you can and try to knock the crap out of the ball and get that home run for, you know, right. Christian Walker. Right. So it makes sense to, to, to go out there and try and, and to watch other things. Like, again, I've talked about it with this team. There are small moments that we need to enjoy during the season because this season isn't going to necessarily be like what, you know, other teams have where they're going to work towards the playoffs and earn themselves a championship. We've seen, especially during this road series, exactly what this Diamondbacks team is sometimes against some of the worst teams in baseball. So I, I'm not gonna, I'm not ready to crown them losers just yet. But I'm just going to say there's times where they reveal who they are, and I don't think that you know coming away from a road trip against some of the worst teams in baseball with a four and six record is anything to be considering. Uh, you know. Like I was saying earlier, like, hey, I'm I'm happy about that. It's just weird because, again, after yeah. watching how bad this series went, somehow four and six seems like they salvaged. Like it seemed like one and nine. This seemed like a one and nine road trip with the way they played, with the way these games went, uh, and and they just managed to split that series with the Reds, get the one from the Pirates, and get this finale from the Phillies, and not really have any of these end up being losses, right? Or sweeps, I should say, sweeps. Um, but Looking ahead, you know they have a chance again uh, at the at the Phil at the Reds, who aren't a very good baseball team. Play them here at Chase Field, uh, get some of that home cooking like uh, Christian Walker got from his mom, and then they welcome the Minnesota Twins this weekend. So hope to see you guys out at Chase Field for that. By the way, 
Uh, if you haven't done so already, we're going to, we got to get together for a PHNX uh, meet and greet. Uh, yes, by the way, uh, Mikhail Bridges Appreciation Night is coming to Chase Field <laughs> in late August. Everybody has to wear their Mikhail Bridges t-shirts and jerseys. Um, you know, there's, it's going to be a fun night. So, uh, that was a fun bet that the Diamondbacks made with Mikhail Bridges, by the way. And, uh, we're, we're hoping to get a meet and greet planned up here soon with us. Jesse is going to be here soon. We have less than two weeks until Jesse's arrival. So that's going to be exciting. And once he's here, we have some fun stuff planned. Jesse and I are going to the all-star game. So that's, uh, also something that's very exciting for us as well. But of course, uh, if you're a member of our family already, we thank you for being so. Some of our meet and greet events for the the not only for opening day for us, but for all the other beats have been so much fun and exciting. So looking forward to doing more of those, especially with our partner at Four Peaks, by the way, a little Four Peaks uh, hazy going on here right now. And Four Peaks, by the way, is the official Ooh. beer of PHNX. So make sure to check out our friends at Four, Four Peaks, which uh, we'll, we will be having a little uh, watch party action for the Coyotes draft coming up so if you're interested in that definitely check that out but otherwise go to four peaks drink all of their beers find them we're local there are there are craft beer company and i guarantee you no matter what type of beer you like there is one for you they even make a hard seltzer which my wife is dying to try so make sure uh four peaks uh, is in your life and their food is excellent we got to try and sample some of their food is. this is stuff i'm all kind of shoving in jesse's face right now because he didn't get to try the food but no, i didn't uh, Make sure, make sure to go down to Four Peaks and try out their food. I've been to, I've been to Four Peaks though. The food at Four Peaks is it is top notch. I can attest to it's that. It's top notch. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention, uh, we got our rattle on red ale in honor of the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, for Four Peaks. So, uh, so much, so much beer goodness, and we are so excited to be partnered with them. Of course, uh, we're we're all Valley all the time. Even with our beers, even with our gummies, with our OGs, we're just we're all Valley. That's what we do. So, of course, go uh, find Four Peaks near you and make sure that you enjoy Four Peaks responsibly. Must be 21 or older. Uh, and also, again, members of our PHNX family, thank you guys so much for already being members. If you're not already, uh, go to gophnx.com. Uh, I have an article that I finally put out that I've been talking about for a while. It was spring training piece that kind of uh, was a bit fascinating for me because not only did I learn a lot about how much spring training impacts the economy of Arizona, but I also learned how many people still came out uh, for spring training in the short period of time that we had. I mean, people were ready for it. And the minute we got the green light, people came out. So uh, for more on that, go to gophnx.com. Sign up to become a member if you are not one already. Uh, If you are interested in the annual membership, you can get a free t-shirt like this beautiful bad boy I'm wearing right here. Uh, we call this guy Rattler and you can get him over at phnxlocker.com or any other shirt of your choosing. If you become an annual member, uh, not only that, but annual members will get access to our members only discord as well as members only discounts to the phnxlocker.com. You can also get a month to month membership and you will get all of those discounts as well, except for the free t-shirt. Uh, but you will get your first month for just 50 cents. So no matter what membership you choose, uh, join us over here. We're having fun. Uh, join the PHNX family because we're just growing. We're just getting bigger. We're going to have a bar soon. So if you want to know where you're going to find me, that's it. Like, it's going to be like, where's Derek? No, you know, you know where I am. I'm going to be at the PHNX bar drinking Four Peaks beer and living my best life because that's uh, what we do around here. So, of course, join us here and become 
member of our family. Uh, David Ray in the comments asked, did Peralta not play today? Uh, no, he did not. Jordan Luplo uh, started today, and I don't think David Peralta even uh, got in the game. But uh, that's Sundays tend to be Tori Lavallo's day off for some of these guys. So yeah, even when guys right. are hitting hot, you'll see some guys get sat on Sundays inexplicably. Could be maybe why they have a two and nine record now on Sunday. I don't know, but we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to focus on the bad, Jesse. That's not what we do around here. We're going to talk about Christian Walker having himself a game. Uh, three for five today with a single, double, a triple, three RBI at a walk. He was uh, a hit short, a home run short of the cycle. And he's just, again, continued to be an incredible first baseman for this team. I, I understand he's never going to be. Paul Goldschmidt that it, like legally he's not ever going to be Paul Gold like <laughs> unless he does like a it's quite, white literally, quite, yeah, literally. quite literally he's never going to be Paul Goldschmidt but <laughs> let's put some respect on his name right because despite the batting average not looking great even his first out today uh Brenly and and Steve couldn't stop talking about how hard he hit it right yeah. Christian Walker is hitting the bar ball extremely hard he's had a tremendous amount of bad luck I guess you could say or maybe uh if you don't even want to call it luck, let's just say a lack of being able to aim properly because he's hitting shit out of the ball. He's just hitting it right <laughs> at guys to make uh, great plays. But the one thing, Jesse, that I kind of uncovered and I found a bit fascinating was this season, the Arizona Diamondbacks have 15 defensive runs saved as a team. And 10 of them belong to Christian Walker. That's how Crazy. good he has been at first base as uh, you know, for this team. He's far and away the best first baseman in baseball. I mean, there's really, if you look at some of the defensive stats, there's, it's not even close. And what's crazy is that he's not just one of the first, well, one of the best, or I guess I'm saying the best first baseman in baseball, but he's actually like one of the best, most valuable defenders in baseball, regardless in of position. Correct. Yeah. Which is not something that you see from a first baseman. It's pretty hard to to provide as much value at first base as some of the best shortstops do or some of the best center fielders do. But that's Christian Walker is very, very close to that point. And you mentioned some of the batted ball luck hasn't really been there for him this year. Uh, I wrote about that about a week and a half ago. And yeah, especially on line drives uh, based on how hard. Uh, Christian Walker's been hitting the ball and the launch angles on each of those different batted balls. His expected batting average on line drives is like 650 or something. And his actual batting average is about 350. So it's about half on line drives. It's about half of what it theoretically should be according to right. some of the stat cast metrics. So yeah, he's continuing to have a much better season than his numbers show so far. And um, I mean, those numbers pushed up quite a bit today and and we'll see if he's able to, um, you know, maybe he has a, a chance of being an all-star if he if he's able to get hot here in the next month or so. Elizabeth in our comments just made the best uh point. She said, I was really hoping Walker would hit for the cycle, if not for his family, then to make up for the black eye. That was wild that Christian Walker got hit in the side plate of his helmet and it still gave him a black eye. Like I understand how yeah. physics work. I've been hitting a helmet. It's why the fuck I got out of football my <laughs> freshman year, right? Like some people like putting on a helmet and like football and hitting each other. I hated yeah. it. Jesse two weeks in the <laughs> drills. I was like, this is for the birds. I don't want to play this stupid sport anymore. <laughs> right. To get hit by a ball the way he did in, in the helmet. And honestly to like, I, I was, I was kind of surprised because he looked, he looked okay, but then he left the game. And then that worried me a bit that that might be more serious. And 
you know, he was back yeah. in the lineup and, and I mean, he, he did have that black eye, but I mean, he's just been outstanding for this team and he rebounds from that incident so nicely with today's game in front of his family, uh, in front of the state of Pennsylvania that he seems to be the king of also <laughs> Jake McCarthy with a home pitch hit home run, uh, going back. Yeah. Home. There was a, uh, there was just so much good in this game besides the fact that it was almost four hours long. That's the only bad part about it, but everything <laughs> else was good. I'm kind of like a good movie. It can all, I, it can only be so long. I don't care. Like I enjoyed the Batman, but shit, it didn't need to be nearly three hours. That's the point I'm making. But uh, this was definitely a fun game and I'm sure very cathartic for this team to have this happen in the final game of this road trip with how this road trip has gone it's been very frustrating for everybody but christian walker more than i think everybody because he has been so good he experienced the get you know getting hit in the side helmet just everything i mean and so for i guess for that and for the day he had we're talking about christian walker being our DraftKings king of the series uh he's deserving very deserving, right? I mean, I was going to throw Noe Ramirez up there for that uh, the two strikeouts he had against the heart of the lineup with, uh, you know, uh, bases loaded. But Christian Walker, for sure, with a 307 batting average, three RBI, uh, one run, one walk. Most of this was in today's game, despite this being for the series. But uh, Christian Walker was definitely outstanding today. I mean, I think it's normally we give king of the series to someone who, you know, played well in every single game of the series. But in Christian Walker's case, he was just so good today with a single, a double and a triple and a walk in this game uh, that he basically won king of the series just because of just because of how he performed it. I think he was like one for eight in the first two games of the series. But nobody's thinking about nobody's thinking about that now after a game in which he almost hit for the cycle. So it's a bad series. So when you're doing research on it, there's not much to go back in the first two games of the series against the Phillies and really excited about. Right. I mean, honorable mention to Josh Rojas for continuing his hit streak. He's up to a five game hit streak now. Uh, Noe Ramirez again one hit and I think an inning and two-thirds pitched more importantly I mean the game was on the line I know the game ended up being ridiculously you know outmatched or the the you know the Diamondbacks scored 12 more runs than the Phillies but there was a point that seemed pretty critical for this game when the Diamondbacks weren't up by that much and Noe Ramirez was able right. to hold a bases loaded uh, one out situation and and not you know scoreless so he's been just out again. That was what was on display today. The besides Christian Walker's hitting prowess, what was on display today was the Diamondbacks bullpen and their most qualified guys, the guys like Joe Mantiply, who continues to throw scoreless outings uh, and just yeah. be quietly outstanding for this team. One of the best pitchers in all of baseball. And I'm sure most people wouldn't even bring his name up as far as top relievers. I think they were saying on the radio that he set the club record for most consecutive outings without a walk, which is also very, very impressive. I think he has I think he has one on the entire season at this point. And uh, yeah, Joe Mansupply was I mean, he was carving him up in this game. I think he had three strikeouts uh, struck out the side. So, um, yeah, I mean, this Diamondbacks bullpen has not been not really been the problem over the last week or two. The starters have had some some good outings here and there. I think someone pointed that out in the comments earlier. Um, but the offense, Derek, has not been consistent. Um, there have been games like this one where, you know, you get 13 runs, which is which is great. 
Um, but there were also a lot of goose eggs over the course of, of not only this series, but um, really this entire uh, road trip that the Diamondbacks have been on. The offense has just been very up and down. And so hopefully yeah. moving forward, they are able to spread things out a little bit more and, you know, get some more consistent production from some of these guys. Well, we've talked about Jesse. That's the difference between good teams, mediocre teams and great teams, right? Uh, the mediocre teams, much like you could consider the Diamondbacks to be, they're just inconsistent, right? So it's not that they don't display at times their ability to go out there and, and hang one on the opposition. It's the lack of consistency in doing so, right? It's the not having that ability to have a guy step up and provide offense day in and day out. Um, and honestly, it's that's been part of this whole team. It's the reason why the Arizona Diamondbacks, if, if they can play perfect baseball, if they can do the thing that Tori Lavola wants them to do, which is win the inches, then they do. They do win these games. That's why at one stretch they were so good in one-run games. But this road trip definitely displayed their inability to, you know, produce runs consistently. And, uh, you know, it, it wasn't just the run production. It, it was all over the place with this road trip, but definitely displayed how they, you know, weren't in the same class as, you know, the, the elite teams in baseball or even the very good teams in baseball. Uh, but, of course, uh, shout out to Christian Walker for being our DraftKings uh, king of the series. And uh, don't forget to go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. If you're a new customer, you and get down on the NBA Finals action. We are tied, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, the Warriors fight back and win game four. So we once again have a 2-2 series. But... It really doesn't matter because if you bet on either team as a new customer uh, to win, it doesn't matter if they do. You will get $150 in free bets instantly just for doing so. You just got to bet $5 or more during the NBA Finals, and you will get that $150 in free bets. Uh, Jesse, I won't lie. I, uh, I thought the Warriors were cooked a little bit. I... Uh, Still got paid out though, you know, because I didn't, I couldn't decide in game four what, who to bet on. So I avoided uh, the bet on the winning team altogether. And I just made, you know, a little same game parlay action where I kind of peppered in uh, points and assists and things like that. And boom, again, you don't even have to worry about who's winning because if you go in on the same game parlay, the options are. There, there's just a plethora of options that you can choose from. Uh, the more legs you add, the more money you win. Uh, and that's, that's what, that's what I get down on. If I can't, if I got and decide who's going to win, I, I just, I just bet on uh, the number of three pointers made uh, by, you know, Steph Curry. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now use our promo code of PHNX, make any $5 bet during the NBA finals and you will get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See our show notes for details. Uh, and Jesse, today during the game, obviously Christian Walker had a big game in front of his family. Uh, Jody Jackson actually interviewed Christian Walker's mom and got her meatball recipe, which she couldn't stop talking about. And it, <laughs> it made me, of course, reach out to her on social media and ask for it. She told me she couldn't give it to me. I don't like that. So now, now I'm making it a priority to figure out what this meatball recipe is. And I'm not going to rest until I do. Uh, but it just got me thinking because, you know, she was saying how she kind of cooked for Christian Walker and some of the players and stuff and just that home cooking 
kind of vibe. So uh, I was going to ask you, what is your favorite dish that your mom made for you as comfort food? What is like, mm-hmm. what, what, what was the uh, Friedman family specialty that like, if you were having a tough day, made you feel better? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a tough one. Um, I think I would lean towards, mm, I think I would, I think I would say matzo ball soup, uh, which is probably something Ooh, that most people are maybe not. Have you had this before, Derek? Oh, Do you know what oh this my is? God. I love matzo ball soup. Yes. But I'm okay. a big chompy aficionado. So I've eaten everything. But definitely matzo ball soup, especially a homemade matzo ball soup. I, I mean, yes. I'm not, I, I haven't got I haven't gotten one of those. I haven't gotten one made by a mom, but you know, I think Chompies is probably the closest that I've gotten. Well, you'll have to you'll have to come over, Derek, and my my mom will make you all of the matzo ball soup that you like. So I can't there wait. You go. I can't wait. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I I think mine um, that I think about it is <laughs> we we used to laugh because we used to call it like Puerto Rican mac and cheese, but it's a uh, a rose compoyo, a rose compoyo. It's rice and chicken, right? And it's just kind of like a saffron rice with chicken, and it's all made in one pot. And okay. uh, it's just kind of like, especially, I, I mean, especially for kids that don't like a lot of stuff on their food. Like my parents made a lot of Puerto Rican food that had like sauces and things like that. That as a sure. kid, when flavors were new to me and stuff, I was like, can I just have <laughs> the plain white rice and stuff like that, right? So like when my mom made this, it was just, it was just, I I think the thing was, I didn't like a lot of flavors. You know, I was a typical kid, like, you know, plain cheeseburgers and chicken tenders and or chicken nuggets, stuff like that. Uh, But this Mm -hmm. was like, you know, saffron yellow rice and chicken and it kind of cooked together in a pot for a while. And it was just, it was incredible. It was, uh, and not only that, but like, when my mom made it, she made a like a ridiculous amount of it. It was enough to feed an army. So there would just yeah. be this giant pot that you could go take as much from as you wanted, <laughs> how often as you wanted, because it wasn't going to run out. And that was always great. Um, rice and yeah. chicken, you can. It's easy to make that stuff in bulk. I feel like if you're making it right. rice and chicken, exactly, you just That's... make large and large amounts of it right. for sure. Exactly, and it, again, it's just all mixed together in one pot. You know, eventually, my mom did discover that she could add the same kind of chicken to mac and cheese, and she started doing that, and that was also a oh, big thing for me. But I, uh, huh. you know, I just oh no, it's a. I, I'm a simple flavor kind of guy. Like I've gotten a little bit more evolved in my taste as I've grown up, but. I'm a bit of a baby mouth. I tend to like uh, catch up on my hot dogs and other things that people find to be kind of uh, too juvenile to eat as a 41 year old man. And I don't care. I don't care. I have no there. I will eat what I like. Damn it. At this point of my life. But uh, I still need to know Christian Walker's mom's meatball recipe. So if someone can get us that, that would be amazing. Uh, the D-backs <laughs> are coming home to Chase Field. Speaking of home cooking, a lot of them will get some home cooking. Uh, but looking at ahead at the uh, probables for their upcoming schedule or their upcoming series with the uh, Cincinnati Reds. Again, things look very favorable for the Arizona Diamondbacks. When you look at the probable pitchers, Cincinnati Reds have not been very good this year, but we already, I think we already learned to not take them like lightly on this, uh, on this road trip. Yeah. The Diamondbacks have definitely uh, been humbled a little bit, I think over these, over these 10 games. Um, but yeah, I mean, Mike Miner and Merrill Kelly on Monday, Tyler Molly and Zach Davies in game two, Luis Castillo, and then Zach Gallen should be a fun one to watch in game three. 
um, yeah, you feel like the Diamondbacks have a pretty good shot in in all three of these in all three of these games. Uh, Tyler Molly stands out to me. He uh, dominated the Diamondbacks uh, a he few really days did. ago, and I think if you look at Tyler Molly's uh, like his strikeout numbers, his walk numbers, uh, the number of hits he's allowed, he's a much better pitcher than his five point zero seven ERA uh, shows. So I don't think the Diamondbacks were. Uh, uh, you know, struggling against some no-name pitcher in that one. It, he's actually a pretty good pitcher. But uh, the Diamondbacks, nonetheless, I mean, they have a really good chance in in all three of these games. They're certainly not outmatched or overmatched in any of them from a pitching standpoint. So, yeah, I mean, the Reds are the Reds, are the Reds Derek, and the D-backs split a series with them the other day. And uh, hopefully they're able to make things right at home and, and uh, start a little winning streak here. Zach Davies is no slouch as well, and he was very good in his last outing. He was. Um, so it's going to be, yep, and David Ray says Dav- Davies is better than his ERA shows. Interesting to see what he has against the Reds. So uh, really uh, not 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 a very favorable series after that against the Twins, who have been very, very good this season. So, uh, you know, we talked about on this road trip. They didn't, they didn't get it done, you know, but, again, here's a chance before them uh, with the Cincinnati Reds coming to town after having just played them for a little bit more redemption, you know, and, and maybe to, yeah. to pad that lead, get a little bit closer to 500 before the twins come into town. The Diamondbacks continue to have a difficult schedule. And the the thing that really sucks about leaving this road trip four and six is this, this stretch, this, yeah. this was supposed to be where they, you know, got back on top, got, you know, had a, had a positive uh, win loss record. So, when these you know tough stretches come up coming forward, when the NL West comes to town right before the All Star break, uh, they're they're gonna have one tough series after the next, and uh, they're I, I really think they're gonna regret not playing these series harder. But baseball is such a long season that I don't think there is much regret. I think all you can really do is just uh, yeah flush flush the wins and the losses and move on and try to just build on whatever momentum you can build on right, which is what the Diamondbacks luckily have going for them right now coming off of this uh, 13 to one victory. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they're going to have regret in terms of, I mean, it's not like the Diamondbacks went out and didn't play hard over the last 10 days. That's just sort of something that happens in this sport, right? I mean, sometimes you put forth all the effort that you possibly can and you still go four and six against you know, a, a not great group of opponents. Um, I mean, the Phillies were really hot, so maybe we really shouldn't be lumping them in with, with all everyone these, else. All these teams were hot. Let's be honest. Like every single yeah. team had like a winning record coming into the right. series, depending on what stretch you looked at. It's just that none of them were very good record wise for the season. Neither were the Diamondbacks though. Right. So these yeah, were teams right. that were just coming off of hot wins, but in looking at the numbers in this game, the one thing, you know, we see here is that the Diamondbacks, you know, obviously dropped the series two to one starting pitching ERA was just atrocious for this team. And that's really why relief pitching ends up coming out on top here. So significantly today's outing also helps these numbers drastically. Right. But neither team was very good with batters and uh, with runners in scoring position. They just, the, the diamondbacks really just didn't have the starting pitching in this series to back them up. And honestly, run production, looks much better now in hindsight because of this game, but the the offense absolutely disappeared in the first two games of the series. I, I, yeah. I say that, but they actually did show up significantly after, uh, you know, in the, in the first game there a little bit after a while, but they've just been, you know, it's just been missing an action for significant stretches uh, during these series, especially on this road trip. 
the 587 starting pitching ERA for the series is probably a little bit misleading. I mean, that's pretty much all Zach Gallen really struggling in um, in his outing. Other than that, Madison Bumgarner was fine. I think he only gave up one earned run over five innings. Yeah, and then, yeah, his other runs today were unearned. Was, yeah, his other couple runs were unearned. And then today, you know, Kyle Nelson threw one scoreless innings. So that doesn't really factor in there a whole lot. So it's really just Zach Gallen really struggled in that but, game. Which is it, does, it fine, doesn't I guess. help, does it? I mean, because that ERA looks worse because Kyle Nelson technically is the starter and he only lasted one inning, so that doesn't right, help right. the ERA either, right? But again, right. starting pitching really was, especially Zach Gallon. Uh, that it's concerning, um, but it was just one bad outing. What I really need is Zach Gallon to get a fifth win in a fucking season. That's what I need, Jesse. I need him to set a career <laughs> high for wins with five, and let's get past this because he's such a such a better pitcher than that. But uh, yeah, we do have some good news. Of course, no, I know we can't. Uh, I know we can't be excited about uh, the division that we are in, but we can be excited about the all city division because with today's win and a White Sox loss that hasn't happened yet, but we've predicted and factored in the Arizona Diamondbacks are on top of the all city division once again. Uh, with a 467 winning percentage. <laughs> Wait, so we've ju- we've just predicted that the White Sox are White going Sox to lose. White Sox are down eight just... to six right now to the Rangers in twelve. Uh, okay, so I feel like it's, it's not safe it's bet. not just completely making it up. Okay, I'm not That's completely fair. making it up. I feel like this is a pretty slam dunk, but the Rangers were also up much more or uh, earlier they were up. So I mean, who knows what's happening here? These numbers could be wrong. Uh, they're ever changing, and they mean nothing. They really just are bragging rights this season. I think Jesse, we need to have like a championship belt made. Uh, you oh know, yeah, wrestling style. You know, I got this bad boy right here. You know that we could maybe like something like this guy right here. We could just kind of like ah. once we win the all city division, then we can rock this guy. Something like this, you know, pretty a lot of uh, a lot of fancy like work who to do it who stuff. gets it like do we award this to ourselves or yes, who do we, we yeah, give of this course, to of course we okay. award it to, if we win the all city division we absolutely award it to ourselves i'm not trying to jinx things i'm just saying that if i had a championship belt for the all city division like this one uh, i'd wear it to the office and to events every single time i went out i might even i don't know i mean I might even wear it into the press box next season. That's all I'm saying. But that's the only reason why this is a very good idea. And I don't care if Jesse disagrees with it, but um, it's, I'm not jinxing anything. All right. There's nothing to jinx. The, the White Sox and the Rangers are in the, uh, they're in the 12th inning currently as we speak. Yeah. And the rain, yeah. the Rangers are, the Rangers are currently winning. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what we'll happens see. there. That's a close we'll one. See. I'm going to continue to wear this belt though. Every. Every time we're on top, I'm bringing this thing down and putting it on my shoulder. But uh, we thank you guys so much. No, Emma, yes, yes. No, the answer is yes. That is the answer we were looking for. We thank you guys so much for joining us. Of course, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But of course, all roads lead to, you thought I was going to say at PHNX underscore sports, but all I was going to say is OG's gummies right now i mean again what way to get over a four and six losing streak og's gummies what way to celebrate a win like this og's gummies the answer is never not og's gummies you can get them 
at a local dispensary near you. And they are a wonderful scratch made THC product that will help you live your best life. Much like I was talking about earlier, live your best life with OG's gummies. Uh, whether you want a chill Indica or an uplifting sativa, you can get yours at OG's gummies. And, uh, Jesse, I know you're not an OG's gummies connoisseur, but what I will say is uh, there is a size and flavor for everybody, even you. And I know, again, I'm not even trying to convince you, room. even you. But of course, uh, when I say that, I mean, they have not only a wonderful variety of doses where you can get a three milligram microdose if you're not interested in something heavier or 10 milligram uh, regular dose, which some people find to be fine. Um, to me, it's a drop in the bucket. It's like, it does like, trust me, I uh, am a seasoned user when I do, when I talk about OG's gummies, but uh, I just eat them a handful at a time, but that's me. That's what I do. You do what you do, because remember, once you take them, you can't untake them and you have to use them responsibly. So uh, find an OG's near you. They have a wonderful variety of flavors, including my favorite, which is pina colada. Uh, they have also have orange cream skull, which is another outstanding flavor and a wide variety of flavors that you could find. Uh, and like, again, the variety of doses. So go to OG's uh, brands.com. That's O G E E Z brands.com to find OG's near you. And again, try their amazingly delicious variety of flavors that they have to offer. Uh, but I was going to say before I go, of course, all roads do lead to at PHNX under underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you're watching us right now, on youtube make sure to subscribe to the phnx sports youtube channel uh make sure to grab yourself a four peaks uh sign up for notifications do those in that order like go over sign up for subscribe grab yourself four peaks hit notifications if you're listening to us on the audio podcast drop us a five-star review subscribe to us there do all of that stuff uh, we thank you guys so much for checking us out for tuning in and subscribing uh being members of the phnx family you guys rock on behalf of jesse and myself uh we thank you guys for your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you win by 12 runs.